I don't know why that really struck a chord with me, though. It really did. Yeah, because I remember just being so were you the mad only about one? It. Well, I wasn't the only one, but it was everybody that I was friends with. They all got picked, and then I was like, "Oh, cool! What what are we doing? Oh, everybody, uh, we're gonna have a great time. We're gonna go help out these kids. We're gonna do this. You know, uh, you're the, the really cool kids that can really help out. Okay, let's let's all get on the bus. Up, oh, not so fast, Greg." You're going to stay in class. Oh, no. So you'll stay in the half-empty class while everybody else got to go. You were deemed, like, not cool enough. They made a mistake. Hello, everyone. Are you sure? Because you're still talking about it. Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet for podcasts. Can be found, and thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody, you can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, sign up for a free trial, get two free audiobooks. As part of your membership, you actually get to pick two free books also, like Audible Originals. They're smaller books. Oh, cool. That you get per month, and so you pick them out of like six. And I picked out mine today, and one of them is about dinosaurs. Wow, Greg. It's either space or dinosaurs. It's two, it's a or two aliens, hours. Or aliens, but aliens are also spacey. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it it's seems like yeah. space, other dimensions, or dinosaurs. Those, that's what I'm into. It's very simple. Pretty I'm much. A very what kind simple of person. dinosaur book? It's a dinosaur book. So it's about uh, the history of dinosaurs. And so it's this guy who wanted to give like, like a like kind of a history of it. because when you're a kid, he was like, you know, everybody has their favorite dinosaur. Children love dinosaurs. What was yours? Allosaurus. Mine was Triceratops. Or Allosaur. It was Al- Triceratops. Yeah, because it had Sarah in it. I liked it. Oh my god! Of course. And also, the land before time, there was a Triceratops named Sarah. Because it had Sarah in it, that's why you liked it. That just explains so much. You liked Triceratops because it sounded like Sarah. And I also like the Brontosaurus with the that's the one with the uh, the back plates, right? Did you call it a Brontosaurus? Should have. <laughs> no, Allosaurus. That was my favorite one. I like. Was Allosaurus. that because it was like obscure? What is the Allosaurus? It was a little bit because it was obscure. Because I wanted like the obscure thing. It's kind of kind of like a T Rex, only better. So it had little arms. No, they had longer arms, longer arms than a T-Rex. Oh, boy. But not by that much. But yes, anyway. So so the whole book is about, you know, how everybody has their favorite dinosaur, and then, you know, eventually people grow out of it, or they'll pick like it, and it's actually kind of covered that, how people, like kids will have like these obscure dinosaurs they love, and then eventually they just get older and like, ah, I don't know, T-Rex. I don't really care. Oh. And then people don't care anymore. And he's like, well, I never stopped caring, and so it's, I'm still really into it. So it's a passion project for him. Passion project. I want to go right. back and like do a little bit of a history on it. And so anyway, that's the audiobook I'm listening to. I don't know if that uh, resonates with anyone or not. Regardless. Well, maybe. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. He's talking about the tri, tri, uh, Triceric. Wait a minute. Damn it. I screwed it up. I don't know. Jurassic period. Anyway. Um, that's what I've been seeing mostly about dinosaurs lately is when I follow like the flat earthers and stuff and how they're talking about people planting the dinosaur bones. Oh, they're still going on that. People still think that they're, the bones are planted? Oh, yeah. There were never dinosaurs. Like I've seen some people who definitely aren't sane, but I mean who I didn't think were like that far away. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, they were just planted by the, um, you know, like the atheists or whatever to like get you to not believe in Jesus or whatever. It's... Like the most nonsensical, crazy stuff. Yeah. But those always are also kind of 
uh, in uh, along with the flat Earth thing. Yeah, yeah, they work in conjunction. In conjunction, thank you. That's yeah. The there's a lot of those that kind of cross over. There's a lot of that crossover group. The book I'm talking about is a uh, grown up guide to dinosaurs, and it looks like in our live chat for the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, Verity said uh, she read that too. Oh, awesome! Yeah, it's pretty good so far. Anyway. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, sign up for your free trial from Audible, and then you can take advantage of all of this as well, and you help us. Okay, so what we were talking about at the beginning is something that's, I don't know if I've really gone into it uh, on the show in a while, something that's yeah. very sensitive from my childhood, and something that very, it, it you struck a chord with me today when you were wearing that and shirt. And the chord was struck because I happened to be wearing a shirt that all of a sudden like yeah. brought out this inner... Uh, yeah like child monster the, instead of Greg. The memories just flooded back. I remember standing there. I remember watching everybody get on the bus and old Greg just went right back into the classroom. So what happened? So I would I want to say this was middle school when this happened. Uh, it must have been middle school, probably seventh grade. And, you know, at that time, this is something, I don't think this organization is still around. So if you're younger, you may not even know what this is. There. Yeah. Is it not around? I don't think so. I thought it was. What, with the Trans Am that they drive around and the cool car? And the Dare Bear? I don't remember the Dare Bear. Oh, we had the Dare Bear. I know I've talked about this where um, you got to, if you uh, were like the Dare, like. Maybe the, it is still around. I don't know. You were know. the best student of the week. Then you got to take home the Dare Bear and it was like this really cool bear and it had all these pins on it and you could put your own pin on it, like button. And you got to hold on to the Dare Bear for a week, and then like they give it to like the next like student of the week. Well, it was yet another. You were, so, you were so cool if you got the Dare Bear. Yet another thing they didn't select me for, so I guess it makes sense why I, why I wouldn't know what the Dare Bear is. So Dare is drug abuse resistance, resistance education. education, and so it, at least growing up in in Independence, it was a big deal for a while. Like it was what you wanted to be a part of. You want to be a part of Dare, stomp out drugs, man. And, uh, and and so, yeah, so that's what it was. And they have the iconic shirts with the mm. the acronym with D.A.R.E. written on it and, like, spray paint red letters so it looked cool on a black car. And then they had a cool Trans Am with D.A.R.E. written on the side of we it. We didn't have a Trans Am. We had a van. Oh. Yeah, there was a, a big black van with the big red D.A.R.E. on the side of it. Oh. Well, anyway, it was it was what you were supposed to want to be a part of. Because, you know, that was they were trying to convince everybody that it's cool to be, you know, against the drugs, man. And and what they would do in school is they would take kids from the middle school and have them come down to the grade schools for like a presentation to be like, hey, we're the cool kids. Lots of hats turned like, backwards. Yeah. Hey, what's up, kids? Backwards. Stay off drugs. They're bad. And then they would have you do like some performance in front of the in front of the kids because they because it was supposed to be that they were the representation of cool like what happens if you don't do drugs like look how you don't happy do drugs, we are we don't you're gonna do let, drugs. end up happy and badass and you know you're gonna be the cool kid because that's what it was they want to show like the cool kids and so i had a bunch of friends that got that that were part of it and they came to class and they're like all right we're gonna be going we're gonna be going down uh we're taking some of you down to uh to the school and we're gonna ha- we're gonna do a little presentation for them we're gonna talk about how cool it is not to be on drugs and we want you to be the representation of that and i'm like yeah Okay, cool. And then they they selected the people, and my buddies Danny and Josiah, who I'm still friends with today, boom, both in there. They're the cool kids. They're going down there to talk about. Wait, so weren't you aware at that point that you weren't selected? No, I. This is when they came in to select. Okay. And then I didn't realize that I was never selected, and so they're going out of class. I'm like, well, why am I not going? They're like, well, no, Greg, you're not part of this. You're going to stay in class here. And so I stayed in class 
Well, like half of the class got to go because they were the cool kids to go get on the bus. And the rest of us losers had to sit there in class and keep on working. And they all got to go down and be like the shining examples of cool people. I still hold a very, very bitter memory about that. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really stu- it really stuck with me. I mean, it was just like, a oh, okay, I already know I'm not cool. Thanks for reinforcing that in front of everyone. Uh, I'm just going to come back here and sit. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really embarrassing. Isn't it? Yeah, I don't think, I don't remember if we had the D.A.R.E. Oh, you know what? I had moved away at that point because I don't recall if there was the D.A.R.E. program. But then again, I wasn't living in that same place. Yeah. Afterwards, so I don't know. But I do remember the kids coming. I remember them doing the dare rap. Okay, we didn't have a dare rap. It wasn't well, really I don't know. a rap. Actually, I take that back. I have no idea because I wasn't one of the cool kids that got to get out of class and go down there. Oh, boy. Yep. So um, what also, did they do? dare They're... is still really a thing. Okay. Well, congratulations, still... everybody out there. Uh, you know, dare, go, go team. Um, didn't choose me, so. Anyway, so what was the what was the dare rap that they would do? Um, well, it was a song that they would sing because it was – it was a popular song. I think that it was like on a cassette tape and they would play it. And it, God, could we Would they lip sync it? No, they would sing along with it. Oh, geez. Because it was like, dare to keep off drugs, dare to just say no, dare to make this pledge to let your mind and body grow. And then, like, the teenagers would come out. Uh huh. And then one of them would, like, be the bad boy. It's like, you know, the, um, the old assemblies, basically. Yes. Like uh-huh. the drug assemblies. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know if they still even have those. I don't know if they do either. Um, but I'm assuming they do. So then somebody would out, come out and have like <laughs> a pretend. They just gave up. They're like, ah, whatever. Do all the drugs, kids. <laughs> uh, they would have like a pretend just, joint. Just who cares anymore. And uh, come up. Are you going to let me do my stuff? No, yeah. Go ahead. You're, I know you're a little flustered because you're like revisiting past pain. I just don't understand why I wasn't chosen. And then they had to rub it in my face and everybody got to come down. And then they all came back and they're all like, yeah, man, that was awesome. Uh, what would you do? It was like, oh, nothing. I just stayed in class. It's fine. I was just I was just here. I cool. Just Glad existed. everybody got to have fun. Everybody's hanging out, hooting and hollering, having a good time. Not Greg. Greg's just going to sit here in class. Anyway. Study, study. I'll get good grades, but not cool. So they'd all sing the chorus together, and they're like, <sighs> along with Working the cassette tape. Working out a lot, sorry. You really are. Yeah. And then one of the kids would like pretend to have a joint and hang it, hand it to someone else. He's like, want to take a hit? And the other girl's like, no. Um, want to take a hit? No, thanks. I got a split. <laughs> yeah, and, and then they all like joined together. And they're like, "Dare tells us so. It's our right to say no." And then they all like joined together and like like it was so wow ridiculous. That's yeah. a lot. I mean, I lived in a well. I guess you were in a small town too, but this yeah. was like a very dare centric small town. It was very dare centric where I grew up. And too. I remember we'd see the there van driving around, and it. it was like seeing a celebrity. Like my mm-hmm. sister would be like, "Oh my god, there's the dare van!" Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a big deal. You know what I randomly just found when I was cleaning my apartment yesterday? I forgot that I went to a thrift store. I I can't remember which one, like years ago. And I found this bag with a bunch of like our old fun employment radio stuff from uh, when we started um, right at the beginning, like a lot of like old pins and stuff. Wait, you went where and found this? When I was cleaning my apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I found this like bag of stuff that I forgot. We had like our original stickers. Found. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Um. And I found this plastic bag, and I totally forgot I got these for like 50 cents at a thrift store, of just probably about 150 dare pins. Oh, wow. I have, and they're all like individually packaged. I got them at some thrift store, and I have an entire bag of them. Isn't that kind of weird that they're for sale? Yeah. Weren't those supposed to be just given away? I don't I, think they I ever sold I, dare pins. Yeah. Well, I bought them, and I have like 150 of them, so if anybody wants one, I have some. Okay. I don't, <laughs> even, know what to, I don't even know what to do with them. 
I mean, they are like nice enamel pins with like, you know, the cut, like the plastic over the top. I mean, I don't know what you do with them because I was never invited to any of the Dare events, so I didn't you, get to actually would you like one go good? there. No, I don't want one. You could put it on your back. No, fine. I'm against the kids doing drugs, but I'm not going to wear their shirt. They didn't want me. I wasn't good enough then. I'm not good enough now. That's how I'm going to handle that. Mm-hmm. Like a grown up. So, um, do you think we can play the Dare song? Uh, I don't know. Like for violations of things. Yeah. I, yeah. I. I mean, don't, is they're Dare trying to going keep kids to off drugs? I would think we'd be able to play it. Why don't you play just a little bit of it? I mean, I, I think we're. I think we're. Right, okay. well, I wonder if it's the same one because I know they had different ones. Yeah. Watch Dare like, be the is... reason that we get like some violation of something. Oh yeah, that's not the same one. That's a different. This one. Is it a different song? Yeah, I don't. Are you sure you want Dare to be the thing? Dare's the reason. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not sure. So we don't we don't have to play it. You can look it up on your own. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, so I didn't get chosen for that. Did you ever get chosen for any kind of like a presentation or being like you know the the cool person to go down and like perform or be in front of the assembly? Not really. My friends and I did a dance at an assembly to "Cold Hearted Snake" by <laughs> Paul Abdul. Willingly. Yeah. You chose to do that. In fifth grade. I remember. You all, you and your friend got up and did a choreograph. No, it was like four of us, and we did a choreographed dance to Cold Hearted <coughs> Snake. God, I, wish there- <laughs> I wish there was a video of that. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. No, but I was never really chosen. I don't believe I was a special child. Okay. They're always like the special kids. I was never, like, you know, picked to, like, excel. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So you, did, you didn't get to do that either. But, yeah, I, it, for some reason, that just really stuck with me. Yeah. It still does. It still it still hurts just a little bit. Did you have cry- McGruff the crime dog? No. What really? Didn't. I don't. You think didn't have so. McGruff? No. Oh McGruff, I love McGruff. Was a little bit younger, younger than that. That was like grade school. Mm-hmm. I was a huge fan of McGruff. You go down and there would be a guy in like a big dog costume with a trench coat, which is kind of weird when you think about it afterward. But he's supposed to be a private detective. I do remember the trench coat. Or a detective. Guy. Yeah, he's yeah. McGruff the crime dog, and then you get stickers that you get to put on everything. McGruff was that was a solid. I remember everything. McGruff was great. Did. Well, we figured that out then. Yes. Regardless, still holds a place in my heart where I'm uh, I'm still a little upset about that. I'm sorry, Craig. Yeah. Danny and Josiah got to do all the cool things. Like, they were always chosen as cool. Boy, I'm working, working through you some You really are working through some. Have you ever talked to them use. about it? Hell no. No, I don't want to admit that it ever bothered me. Yeah. No, you can't admit that. Mm-mm. No, you can't admit that you're not, you know, clearly not a cool kid. And I was not the cool, a cool kid. But, and I know that. But I was like... That is kind of mean of the dare officer if you're like trying totally to participate mean. and you're like, hey, but I want to go and help like tell these kids that it's not cool to do drugs. And he's like, no, I you was stay not. Back. We would rather have you like stay here than like not. Have Isn't you that lame? That's pretty mean. I mean, it's pretty mean. Like, oh, my friends are going like, no, no. Just take your seat. You're Mr. not Nibler. cool enough to tell the the eight year olds not to do drugs. <laughs> oh my God. You stay here. Like, that's lame. That is a lame thing. God. You're just ripping it's like out of spite, napkin. out of spite. I should have just done all the drugs right then too. Just to, like, fine. This is what you did to me. You'd only be punishing says, yourself, Greg. But he says maybe they thought Greg was doing drugs. Now, nah. I, I don't think I would be. I can assure you, that's not what I would have been of being accused of. Definitely, probably not being cool enough that anybody would want to listen to me. They were probably all the ones that were on drugs. Maybe you were. Wow. You're just throwing your friends under the bus now. No, not them, but the other people. 
Maybe they thought you were like too little and they thought that maybe they needed people to look up to, not like their same height. Oh, that's just a low blow. <laughs> yeah, I was really short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. That could have been a part of it too. It's just the hits keep on coming for 12 year old Greg. Oh, boy. Well, good thing. My that's... Ninja Magazine and my good grades. It's a real, real catch at that point. I also used to uh, slick down my hair. I had a regimen for my hair. I had a comb. I would bring a comb, and I would fill it full of so much stuff that it was like a helmet. That man with a perfect part. Please say it was parked down the middle. Uh, not down the middle, down the side. A perfect part down the left hand side, but then just like cemented to my head. That was my. That was <laughs> Why wouldn't they pick me? They're like, yeah, that guy needs to. Do <laughs> I think during that time, that was when I had my claw. Like most, I, I think mm. a lot of girls around my age had the claw. A lot of girls did, yeah. The, the claw with the hot dog roll. Where yeah. You the claw of hair where you pull down just like little like thin strands of hair. Like you can still see your forehead through them, mm-hmm. like through the hair. So it's not like too thick. You have like the claw going down and then you take your curling iron and roll the rest of your bangs up into a perfect hot dog Oh roll. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I would do that and then like, and I would get perms, of course. So uh-huh. many perms. And my hair, I would also put way too much hair gel in it. I love that, um, like, L.A., whatever it was, whatever that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it had, like, the big, like, colored, um, you know, jug of it. And so I would just put it on my hair. My hair was super crispy. Oh, man. Yep, I remember that. I remember that specifically. Okay. Maybe something about the tenure. Oh, okay. Oh, about the 10-year uh, anniversary. anniversary party for Fun Employment Radio, which, by the way, we've been getting the emails Shit. from people. We are really working on it, getting it nailed down. It's been a uh, process securing things. As Portland has gotten bigger and uh, more populated with a lot more events going on, it's been a lot harder to secure um, a in order venue to get of the right a, size. A, a venue space that's a decent size for you know, a, a price that a small company can afford. Like, it's yeah. it's quite difficult. It really has changed. The landscape has changed I mean, even in lot. the past three years. Yeah, because there's and there's less venues. There's more people. There's more events. So, yeah, it's been a it's been a process. So we apologize to everybody who's wanting to book tickets to get here. We're trying. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what we got to do. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, that's what we'll make happen. Okay. We'll, we'll figure that out after the show. So we should have a date for everyone soon. I thank you for your patience on that. Should have a date soon. I think that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It works for me. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ah! Yep. All right. Hello, my friends. Oh, my God. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up out of Pike County, Kentucky. There has been a recently released arrest citation shedding light into an incident that happened that ended with one man attacking another with a weed whacker. Of course. So this happened in Pikeville. Police officers were called to a house on a report that two men were fighting. When they arrived, officers said they found a man suffering from multiple lacerations on his body. Officers say the victim told him that Randall Fordyce had attacked him with a weed eater. Even as the victim retreated back into his apartment, the reason why Randall Fordyce was attacking him, Fordyce accused him of stealing candy bars from him. (laughs) Wow. Multiple candy bars. I don't know if it was... I mean, candy's serious. That's serious business. Well, usually the past few days, it's been women who have been mad about pizza and fries. That's true. I'm just glad to see 
that it's not just that men are the there too. That men so are he attacked there too. with a with a weed whacker. Yeah. So Fordyce was mad because he thought that the victim, who was unnamed, was stealing his candy bars. So he hit him with a weed whacker. While Fordyce was arrested and charged with assault and endangerment, uh, the victim was taken to the medical center for treatment. No big issues with that. Wow. All, All right. right. Out of New York State, a New York State bed and breakfast is now offering a new way for stress relief at their bed and breakfast, which is what they are calling cow cuddling. So it's Cow cuddling? Cow cuddling. You can hug a cow. It's, a, a, I guess, a proven European stress relief technique. That, cow uh, cuddling. I'm looking this cow up. Cow cuddling that the, um, that the owner of the bed and breakfast <clears throat> learned about when they were visiting the Netherlands. So this is Suzanne Vullers, owner of the Mountain Horse Farm in upstate New York said that she's been offering horse therapy sessions for years, but a recent trip to the Netherlands inspired her to add cow cuddling to it as well. All right. So Voller says cows have this wonderful quality when they are processing their food. They like to lay down. They become real quiet, and it's a beautiful opportunity to connect with them. Wait, to harass them while they're sitting there trying to digest their food? Is that what they're basically implying? Yeah, I think, but you can, like, hug them. And... Yeah, because they're too tired to do anything about it. Well, she said she said the sessions, which are scheduled around the cow's natural feeding habits, serve as an alternative for people who find they have a hard time staying still or focusing during meditation. So it says when you're, like, cuddling the cow, they have a slightly slower heart rate. So it does make hmm. you feel a little more relaxed. Okay. I will say our friend who goes and works on a farm has many nice things to say about cows. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. very relaxing, I guess. Animals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it makes you, uh, with their slightly slower heart rate, it makes you slow down and relax a bit, too, because you're doing it in nature. It's really quiet and peaceful. We had some neighbor cows I used to feed when I was a kid. I still get excited whenever I see a cow. Yeah. I've never really seen, I mean, I see cows, but I don't see them, like, all the time. Right. They're there doing cow things. They're just living their Boo. cow lives. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really pet a cow. Maybe I have, probably. Yeah, I used to walk over and. Feed them grass just mm-hmm. through the fence. Country like, living. Here, cow. Hashtag country living. Eat that. All right, I do have an update from a story that we had earlier this year about a woman named Amanda Liberty. Oh. Oh, wait. Which one is she? Is she a ghost marrying one? Close. I remember the name. I'm trying to remember what she did. She named her name after something. Amanda Liberty. Did she marry a bell or something? Did she marry the Liberty Bell? Close. She was in love with the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah. Okay. But now, we've talked about how she um, loves inanimate objects, but now uh, Amanda Liberty, a British woman, has found the chandelier of her dreams... And a 91-year-old eBay purchase. Now, she did find this a while back. I think we might have talked about this. But the big announcement is... So Wait, so she's in love with the chandelier. She's in love with the chandelier. Okay. We, I think we talked about this before because right. that was when she had first met the chandelier, fallen in love. Of course. Who could forget that, the big, The big story is, is that wedding bells are ringing because she what? is indeed going to marry the chandelier. Oh, my. Liberty, who had a re, uh, recent relationship with the <laughs> Statue of Liberty before the chandelier, which is Very public. That's got to be a very... Exhausting that kind of a public relationship like yes. that. Well, now she has broken it off with the Statue of Liberty, and now she is planning on marrying her partner of maybe about the past year, the Chandelier, who is a female named Lumiere. <laughs> uh huh. Now Liberty is planning to buy wedding rings for herself and 
Lumiere. How many rings do you have to buy a chandelier? That's a lot of rings. I mean, yeah. Which one's the finger? Is it all fingers? I mean, that's a lot. Ew. I don't want to know. <laughs> well, I mean, everything's something on there, so I don't know how this all works. Yeah, I don't want to know the bit parts of the, the details, the passion, love. the details of their passion. Ew. There's a picture of her kissing it. It's just all like, right. Disturbing. And it's used, uh, so she wants to use this as an important moment of their relationship to spotlight their unconventional love. So she identifies as what you call objectum sexual, someone who is attracted to inanimate objects. I mean, you know, wh- whatever people are into, I suppose. But that just I'm sorry if you're going to say that I'm in love with a chandelier and I'm going to marry it. I'm going to think that's a little, you know, that's a little odd. And you're not judgy. I'm not judgy. I'm not judgy, but when it comes to that, I think that's a, that's a fair thing because I mean there are a lot of questions. How many rings do you buy? That is a that is a fair question. It's I like mean, if you marry an octopus, like which one is the is the wedding tentacle? Is somebody marrying an octopus? Is I that don't another? know, but it could be a thing. It's, All right, Liberty says I know a lot of people think my attraction to chandeliers is strange, but I'm not crazy. Well, she intends to marry Lumiere. Liberty uh-huh. is in no, an that's open, totally not a crazy thing. She is in an open relationship with multiple light fixtures. Oh. Um, so yeah, so it isn't just a, she's not a one chandelier lady. Well, does, uh, what is it? L- Lumiere? Lumiere. Lumiere. Like the, like the candlestick in Beauty and the Beast. Right. Does Lumiere uh, understand that? Liberty says, yes. She said that she discussed with Lumiere and Lumiere, um, fully understands. Liberty has been preparing for the ceremony by polishing Lumiere. So she looks her best. Unfortunately, ew, Lumiere is too big to join Liberty in bed. <laughs> they said they're going to work around it. Liberty says, I'm doing this in the hope so that people happy. will understand our love, and if not understand it, maybe they could could at least accept it. Yeah. Come on. Is that, is that up to me? He's waiting for confirmation right now. Uh, I mean, I don't see why not. It's what we got. It's what we're what we're doing. I mean, it's around the right date. Sorry, this is all happening actually yeah, right now. Yeah, this is happening in real time, and all of a sudden, this is really exciting, though. I mean, he's asking for, like, right now. He's like, I need to lock it down. Say Same price? Same price. Was there anything else that day? I'm looking. Sorry, guys. This is exciting, but I swear it's going to be worth it. Um, just make sure. I mean, I don't think there's... I don't think it even matters if there is. Yeah. Let's see. Ray, Ray LaMontagne. Okay, don't... Oops, sorry. We're not going to say um, the date. Let's see. I'm looking at this. I'm looking, looking. I'm not really seeing anything big. I, I think we just do it. I think we do it. I mean, it's taken so long to find anything. That's probably the best time. You think? Yes. Was there anything in December? Oops. Shit. No, I think we should do November. Yeah, okay. I think November. December okay. gets too fucking mucky. Yeah, There's okay. There's too much shit going on. All, All right. right, I'm going to book it. All right, book it. Well, that's exciting. Okay. All right. Sorry, that happened in real time. I think we just fucking confirmed our 10-year anniversary party happening sometime in November. Yes. Which means uh, if you are planning on buying tickets, write us now so we can let you – or planning on buying tickets to fly, write us. We may may give you just a quick preview. Uh, Otherwise, let's plan on announcing it – Fuck. Tomorrow, maybe. I don't know. Oh, my God. We'll double check, cross our I'm I's. I'm making and sure. Cross our T's and dot our I's and all that stuff. 
Until something's actually signed, that's what I want to make sure of. But That's a good amount of time. Yep. All right. All right. Well, all right. Sorry. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So, Liberty, uh, blah, 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 marrying Schindler. Yeah. All right. And finally, a story out of Portland, Oregon. Florida of with course. trees. Florida with trees. I was, I didn't even know this was from Oregon. And I was reading, I'm like, that's hilarious. And then I look, I'm like, oh, it's from Beaverton. So, this is Portland, Oregon because nobody knows where Beaverton is. Authorities say a woman in the drive through of a Beaverton area Taco Bell has been accused of giving the fast food worker who was working the window. A swig of cognac while she got her order. I remember reading about this. That just sounds like Oregon. Recently, right? It just happened. Yeah, it okay. just happened. Yeah. So authorities say a woman <clears throat> in the drive-thru of the Taco Bell poured Hennessy cognac into the mouth of an employee, who, and she was then arrested by a police officer who happened to be behind her in line. <laughs> I mean, that takes a real special kind of That's a special kind of special kind of stupid. To do that. So it is being reported that the Washington County Sheriff's Sergeant was behind a car driven by one Ileana Aguilar of Cornelius about 1.20 a.m. on Saturday, where the best decisions are made in the Taco <laughs> Bell drive-thru. Uh, police say the driver reached out the car window and poured the bottle of cognac into the mouth of the apparently willing employee. So the sergeant followed Aguilar out of the parking lot and pulled her over. The 23-year-old <laughs> was booked into jail on suspicion of driving under the influence. It wasn't immediately clear she had an attorney. Um, police say that the Taco Bell employee didn't know the woman, and he said most of the cognac was spilled on the floor. <laughs> All right, there you have it. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Wow. Again, very special. Very special. I, he needs me to call him. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, let's just wrap up the show. Here. Okay. I mean, um, sorry, this is for a good reason, though, everybody. Like, we've been working that's on this fine. really yeah. hard. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's coming to fruition right now. So here's what I want to say, though. Thank you to everyone who tunes into Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate each and every one of you. We've been doing this for almost 10 years. There's an important date coming up in this fall, the 10-year anniversary of Fun Employment Radio. We hope to have everybody there. So we'll be getting you a date very soon, as it turns out. Also... Thanks to Next Adventure, fine Next sponsor Adventure. of Fun Employment Radio, longtime sponsor, nextadventure.net. Next Adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand, great place to pick up any kind of outdoor product that you're thinking of. Next Adventure, fine sponsor. Uh, like I said, they've, uh, they're, they're great. And they're awesome. They really and are. Plus, this is like the time of year, well, anytime's the time of year, but I mean, you're going camping, you're going rafting, you're going whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. Go and pick up anything you need from sunglasses to, bo- to paddle boards. To, to a new tent, to whatever. To a purse. I, as you can tell, I like the more of the accessory parts. They have all sorts of amazing stuff. So go check it out. Corner of Southeast Stark and Grand. Or nextadventure.net. On their worldwide location. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Andran and crew will be here live on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. And we appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to join the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Sorry for the discombobulation. It's like when this stuff happens, it happens fast. It's quick. It is quick. Also, if you're going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight for uh, Portland's Funniest Person, Greg and I are going to be two of the judges. So please cheer for us. When they say our name, please cheer for us. Please cheer for us. For the love of God. Please be like, yay. Yay. I know them. They're fine. Don't treat me like the dare people treated me. Don't throw me in the trash. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. Bye. Bye.